All right. Our guest this week uh, has been on with us before. We're very excited and very happy that he's willing to join us again because uh, it means we must have done something right the first time because we didn't scare him away and he's he's come back on with us. Uh, you'd know him best as Deadshot on the hit sub CW show Arrow, which just returned this past week for its fourth season. Please welcome back to the show cast, Mr. Michael Rowe. Michael, thanks again so much for uh, for coming back on, man. My pleasure, guys. Let's do this. Yeah. Level radio. <laughs> That's right. Glad you remembered. Yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we're definitely excited to talk to you. You were one of our favorite guests from, you know, I mean, we've talked, we've had the chance to talk to a number of people from Arrow, uh, and, you know, yourself, Selena Jade, um, oh God, why am my mind is blanking? Um, James Banford. James Banford, yeah. And, it, oh, Bam Bam, nice. Yeah, Bam Bam was a lot of fun. We've, we've stayed in contact. I know Adam at least has stayed in contact with him yeah, over, we're uh, trying to get him back on too, but, you know, he's directing an episode this season. I mean, he's just super busy. Oh, yeah. Bam is a busy mofo. Uh, <laughs> what's hilarious about Bam is that I actually knew him because we live in the same neighborhood in Vancouver. Um, so when I first moved here, I used to see him around the neighborhood. Then I started working at a local gym that he used to train at. So originally, when I auditioned for the show, I didn't know that he was attached to it as the uh, – coordinator or i think he's more like the, the fight choreographer but right. um he uh calls me up and i just found out i had a gig he calls him he's like uh hey is this michael bro i'm like yeah he's james bamford i'm like oh hey he's like you work at uh spartacus gym i'm like yeah <laughs> and so i don't i don't know who it is or why he's calling yet and he goes oh okay so uh like i work on the show arrow and i get into work today and your picture is on my desk, and I'm really confused at this, what's happening. I'm like, oh, Bam Bam, yeah, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, I auditioned for the show. They told me I got it. He's like, okay, so I do the, the fight stuff for that, and I was expecting this guy to come up from L.A. that we were looking at for the role, but apparently now they're going with you, and I was like, why is this picture of a dude that, like, works the front desk at my gym uh, on my desk? And so we had this bizarre conversation, man, but uh, I was psyched that he was on the show because I would chatted with him before about stuff, and uh, he was like that he knew he had somebody like athletic coming in to do the role and that he had, uh, you know, somebody who, who's local. So he'd have more time with him to go over like the, the stunt scenes and, and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll never forget that, man. Bam, Bam kind of like, yeah, I confused the hell out of him. Boy, you know, <laughs> we, we became really tight on that show and I always see him around the neighborhood. And, yeah, he's a good dude, man. I like that a lot. It is a very fit cast, I must say. <laughs> I think everybody's yeah, in really good shape. <laughs> totally. I, I, I were, when I first showed up on the show, I think it weighed like 152 pounds or something. And I was like, I got, like, I work out, but like these dudes look like professional wrestlers. And if it's <laughs> going to be believable that I can beat them in a fight, I need to put some weight on. So I started, started uh, changing around things a little bit. I think I weigh like maybe 15 pounds more than I did back then now. That, oh wow! It's working slowly but surely. <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of professional wrestlers, I know uh, Stephen did uh, a little stint with WWE. I don't know where you yeah. uh, did you were you one of the people that watched that? Because I know um, you know I know a bunch of people from the cast were showing pictures of themselves watching him, cheering him on at SummerSlam and and such. I don't know if you got the chance to say it at all. I haven't spoken to Stephen in a while. Um. I don't really watch WWE. Uh, I don't really keep up with that. I'm a wrestling fan, but mostly like throwback stuff. I like watching 
you know, the the hit. Go back to old WrestleManias, relive those moments again. Yeah. I love talking about old wrestling facts. I love reading the wrestlers' biographies. I've been running into some of the old school guys at some of these Comic Cons and stuff, man, and I'm just like, you know, this is little kids' dreams coming true. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I heard he was doing it. Um, I thought it was great. I saw a clip of it that someone posted to somewhere, but I didn't watch it live. I wasn't really sort of in the lead up to it or anything like that. It's funny because I, I don't know if I, last time we spoke, had I already been in New, in New Zealand? Uh, it was, it was, I, it was right before. Cause I think one of our questions was like, where have you, we used to do like a rapid fire thing. So one of them was like, where have you always wanted to go and you haven't been able to go? And you said New Zealand. And I think you were saying you were gone like the next week or something like that. So I think it was right okay, before. That makes sense. So when I went to New Zealand, <laughs> there was like a local wrestling circuit there and they were like hooked into the Comic Con and we were like hanging out and having drinks together and stuff like that. And these guys were fans of the show. And I was like, man, I'm a huge fan of wrestling. Like, we can we can talk for days about my my knowledge of like 80s and 90s pro wrestling. So end up making good friends with them. And then on the last day, they're having this big tournament, and one of the last matches is a tag team match. And I'm like, dude, you want to get in on the match? And I'm like, all right, what do I got to do? And they're like, well, we're thinking we get you in as a guest referee. I'm like, screw that, dude. If I get in, I'll to shit on somebody. And so. Uh, they're like, well, okay, so, so, you, so you know how to wrestle? I'm like, yeah, all right. So you've wrestled before? No. Uh, okay, well, we'll, 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 like, figure it out. I'm sure you'll be able to do it, but, like, what kind of moves do you want to do? I'm like, ah, I'll do some, like, DDTs, maybe drop kick, jump off top rope. And he's like, uh, you know, a lot of wrestlers can't jump off top rope. Have you been in a wrestling ring before? And I'm like, no, no, I haven't. <laughs> like, and you can do this? I'm like, yeah, man, I've done this a million times in my mind. And they're like, just show up, show up 30 minutes earlier, and we'll just, like, make sure you're comfortable with it, and then we'll get you involved in the match. So it was all just, like, conceived in that last 30 minutes. And uh, what they were going to do is is have the bad, you know, the bad guys come out first. I would introduce everybody for this tag team match uh the the villainous guys came out caused a lot of beef with me said oh you got a stunt man on your show this and that uh, and and then the good guys came out you know acting like i knew these guys we were friends and one of the good guys gets hurt and the guy gets beat down by the two bad guys that he reaches up for his tag team partner right that classic move he's not there because he's out cold on the on the floor and so he's got nobody to tag in, and he's all beat to a snot. So then he looks over at me and reaches out to me. And then the crowd just goes crazy. And I'm like, oh, man, should I do it? Should I get in the ring? And everybody's like, go, go. And everybody starts chanting, dead shot, dead shot. And so I just ripped my shirt off and jumped up on the top rope, man, and did like a, a flying body press and took him out, did a couple of kicks, a couple of DDTs, ended up pinning them both with like, the patented Macho Man elbow off the top rope twice. And that was like one of the best moments of my life, dude. So I kind of beat Steven to the wrestling. Yeah. I know he did it on a pay-per-view and everything, but I did it uh, when I went to New Zealand uh, two days ago. That's awesome. So I'm about to go back, not next weekend, but the weekend after. So we'll see. It must be (laughs) Continue, I think that same uh, federation is going to be linked into the Comic Con this this year. Is there so a video? We'll see. Yes, it's on YouTube. Oh. Uh, just plug in Deadshot Wrestling, 
I'll find You'll it. You'll probably see it play out. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have to look for that. Yeah, cause I know I was actually in the building for Steven's match. I actually went to SummerSlam in Brooklyn. No shit. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was really cool to, I mean, and just being a massive fan of him and everybody else from the show, like, it was just really cool to be there. Cause, I mean, I knew, you know, the same way, like, it was one of the best moments of your life. You know, we know from him and him being active on social media that that, it was the same thing for him. It was one of, like, a dream come true for him. So it was, it was really cool to be in the building to, to see that as well, to see it in person. Yeah, I bet, so. man. Uh, one of the guys that was in New Zealand with me was David Ramsey, who plays Diggle on the show. And I told him, I was like, dude, this, this is happening. I was just talking to these guys. I'm going to go get involved in the last match of the weekend. He's like, what? No way. And I'm like, yeah. And then I came back and somebody had my phone and they showed like the finishing move where I dropped the elbow. I dropped it on both the guys and like pinned them both at the same time. And, uh, Ramsey was like, dude, that's amazing. Holy shit. And he, he said to me, he's like, Steven's going to be so jealous. And I didn't even know Mel was into wrestling at that point in time, but I remember David told me that and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So that was that was kind of the beginning of it when I was like, okay, well, I got I guess I got lots to talk about with him, but we never really worked on the show again. You know that that Deadshot versus Arrow part was never. We always thought it would be you know to be continued, but we sort of ne- haven't gotten back around to it yet. Yeah. It's always like the other storyline. So I haven't really worked with the guy uh, since uh, you know I found out he was really into wrestling and stuff like that. Um, so I'd love to figure out what his experience was like and talk to him about that. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, when I was in Detroit a couple months back, damn, I'm, I'm so happy that this happened when it did, because it would have never happened, because uh, uh, I met Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, yeah, who's yeah. who's since passed away, yeah. Yeah, he he, he died just uh, maybe a, a month and a half later, but we had such a good chat. I told him, and this is the truth, man, like my, my uh, perception of villains came from me being a kid watching wrestling, you know? That was like... I did get into comic books, and I love superhero movies and stuff like that, but I spent so much more, so much, like, hours logged into the the, the interviews and the behavior of the bad guys when it came to pro wrestling that, you know, when I when it came for me, time for me to shape my own bad guy, I could see plain as day that there was influences from Rowdy Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake Roberts, like, Macho Man Randy Savage, like, these these dudes that didn't really play nice with anybody, those were guys that influenced how I was going to play my villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I got a chance to tell him that, and he knew about Arrow, and he was so grateful, and we started talking, and, man, he was even, like, he was even talking about we should do something together because he's been acting uh, a lot lately. He's got, like, you know, five movies that he filmed before he passed that are about to come out. And he was talking about his work on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he gave me his number and was like, let's keep in touch, let's do something together. I was so sad when I heard that he died, man. Yeah, I was too. I've been a wrestling fan for for a long time too. I'm I'm, I'm slowly starting to kind of fizzle out of it just because I'm not too happy with the product now, but that's that's besides the point. But switching gears, um, you mentioned you know you hadn't had a chance to work with Amel yet again. Uh, or is there any chance... I know you, you probably don't know yet, or you can't say if you do. Are we going to see Floyd Lawton again on Arrow? Yeah, man, this is the million-dollar question, right? Um, I know that if it was up to the producers on Arrow, yeah, absolutely. And and I, I, I've been told what the kind of plan is. Uh, but I've been told a lot of things yeah. in the years I've been working on the show, and it's really like 
what are we allowed to do? So it's what does Warner Brothers want to do next? What does DC Comics want us to do next? I know what the plan is. I'm just waiting to, to hear if that plan is able to happen or are they going to change their minds again because they change their minds a lot. You know, we've been close <laughs> to a lot of things on the show, including, you know, trying to do our own thing with the Suicide Squad, a, a potential miniseries or TV movie. Like, I've had so many different conversations, but our hands are tied. It's what, what, do, what do the, the higher-ups want to happen. So when they pull the trigger on the, on the film, it's definitely through wrench in the works. And, I, you know, the way the industry works is that nothing's solid until you're on set doing it, you know, or until you got the contract signed. So yeah. I wish I had more information for you. I feel like that guy does not die easy. No, I think you. I think you're seriously one of the hardest guys to kill in the whole universe. So you pop up any any point in time. I've already been killed on the show once. Yeah, up until that last time. So, so yeah, there's lots of potential. There's lots of cool stuff for us to explore in the show. Hopefully, the show just stays on the air long enough so that we can get our second win with the character and and do what we all wanted to do from the get go. Yeah, because go ahead. I, I was just going to say that I think that, uh, that episode, uh, with your, uh, where it was your, I guess, I, I don't want to say final bow because I'm, I'm hopeful that you're, you're going to come back, but that episode was probably one of my favorite episodes of that season. And it was, it was purely for your character because I, your character wasn't like a, a mainstay throughout the entire season, but your character grew very quickly to be one of my favorite characters on that show. Oh, shucks, you're just saying. <laughs> Seriously not. And Adam and I have talked about this before. It's That episode, I think, was probably one of my favorite episodes of that season. And I was really bummed uh, the way it ended with your supposed – I'm just going to say supposed death because, again, I'm, I'm hopeful that you're going to come back. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, there's so many places they could take that. You know, like the dude – I'm, I'm glad it happened the way it did. If they, if they say, approached me and, and went, all right. Do you want to do three small appearances like you've been doing the last couple of seasons, or you just want to take one episode, grab it by the balls, show the backstory, develop the character? I would take that deal. I would take the one big episode. You know, yeah. I was really happy that the, the, we, we, we got to show the fans. Like, I always knew what made this guy tick. Obviously, I had to, you know, I had to find that, 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 uh, damage, you know, the, the, the place where, where, where Floyd Lawton kind of like went off the rails and went towards, uh, that villainous trajectory. I always had to have that make sense in my, in my mind. You gotta, you gotta make friends and you gotta sympathize with these characters that you play. You gotta kind of think they're right in what they do in order to play them properly. But I'm really glad that we got to show fans what makes this, what made this guy kick. And man, the feedback that I got after that episode was incredible. I mean, I even had people that have been in wars talking about like post-traumatic stress disorder and how they, they went through some of this stuff. Like, I, I didn't, I hadn't even thought about that part of it. Um, so I was really touched by the feedback that I got. And yeah. um, you know, it wasn't an easy episode to do by any means. Like, I had to go to a really dark place to pull that stuff off. That poor little girl who was playing my daughter, who played Zoe in the episode. I thought I, you know, ruined her life. Like, she couldn't uh, understand that we were just playing, you know, because it was a serious scene. So when you actually see that footage, like, I slammed the table on my first take. She she lost it. 
wouldn't act with me anymore, wouldn't come back to the table. So then when you see all the footage of her, it's actually a stand-in that they had to do on a separate day because she refused to act with me because oh, wow. she was so angry and aggressive. So I was really tough, man. It broke my heart. Um, and even the stuff with, with, with my wife, like, you know, we, we did a lot of different takes of that. We sort of didn't really map it out. We just had me completely lose my shit. Like, I was smashing stuff. I think I headbutted the refrigerator in one take. Like, it was just, it it was crazy. And and we even had to change stuff around because they were like, they're not going to let us show this on TV. you got to kind of dial it back a bit. So, wow. uh, yeah, we, we kind of, like, went all in with that stuff. And, and I got sick after we finished filming it because it was just really stressful. Yeah. Um, I was well, say- it, came out, it came out good. It, it came out looking pretty good, so I was happy with it. Yeah, I was gonna say it came. I mean, it came out fantastic for for someone you know with uh, minimal acting experience coming into the role. You really, I mean, you really did a great job with it. I would say, and and the the, the nice, I don't know, nice is the right word, but the 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 positive or outlook for it is that you know not only is it almost impossible to kill any villain in any comic series, but we've even seen people now on Arrow come back to life legitimately, like be killed. And come back to life, so right, like so, be killed, see their body, and then yeah. be resurrected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, man. <laughs> I guess that's the beauty about this sort of universe. It's like there's no rules. The regular rules do not apply. You can always write a story that helps it make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, like I said, there was so much potential. I mean, Floyd's got this personality that's just like doesn't really play well with anybody, but he 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 pokes and prods and kind of like has truth behind things that he says and, and wisdom w- without trying. And, you know, I, he's just so unique. And, and he says all the shit that other characters won't do or say because mm-hmm. he just doesn't give, he doesn't care about himself. And he kind of has this death wish. So it makes him completely free to be a total jerk, kind of have a dark sense of humor about everything and say, you know, it's all pointless anyways. So... You can write him in a way that you can't really write a lot of the characters. But then to pair him up with characters that are all business and all serious, kind of like, you know, the way, what they did with Diggle. I mean, imagine how you could, where you could go with that when you, when you got a chance to pair him up with other characters. Um, I would, you know, I think that the, the potential is just, is just crazy to pair him up with somebody like, uh, you know, some of these new characters that they have on the Flash and the, Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, if if they want to take that approach, I think the possibilities are endless, and you have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah a, a miniseries would have been really cool, and I kind of, uh, I don't know if it sucks that the Suicide Squad movie's coming out, but if it killed that idea, I mean, it's kind of a bummer. But what are you, um, are you expecting? I mean, are you excited to see the Suicide Squad movie? You know, having portrayed a, a character in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, this is going to be great. Like, this is a fan. I want to see it. And and I've said this before, but, uh, you know, it's interesting casting going with somebody like Will Smith, but the first thought in my mind was, you know, over me spending that much time reading the comics, researching the character, digging into that world, I, I love Deadshot, man, and I want Deadshot to get some respect. And so what Will Smith in this film is going to do is it's going to, Elevate the Suicide Squad and Deadshot to be like A-list comic book stars, where they were kind of a little bit 
for the for the diehard hardcore audience before. You know, they'll be household names now. So those characters are going to get the respect that they deserve because I love that shit. Yeah, and you, and you got to think about it now too that now with Will Smith playing the uh, the the character of of Deadshot in the Suicide Squad movie, you are now in the same league as Will Smith. At least that's that's, right. that's the way. Prince. That's right. That's the that's the way I look at it. You're, you're now yeah, on the same I'm level. I'm, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think like you know, I think that they're going to do a good job with it. Um, I like that. I mean, anytime any actor has been announced to play any su- superhero or comic book character, everybody's always like starting to crap all over it. You know, you're never going to make everybody happy. Uh, but these choices that he made for this film, I think they were strategic. I think they're going to work great. I love that director. I love this film, Fury, that he did. Um, I think that it's going to be done right, and I'm as excited as any other fan to see it and see see what they did with it, you know. Um, I love that you, you, they kind of gave up a lot of, of uh, stuff on social media while they were filming it, but they didn't really give us anything. They just gave us images of them and their costumes. Yeah. But nobody has any idea what the story's about or where it's going, and I can't wait to, to check it out. Yeah. yeah, I think Ben and I were both a little bit skeptical initially, um, but once we saw that, that trailer, that trailer really did a lot for that movie. It really made it look like they're actually doing it really well. Yeah, and I think, you know, this... This this comic book world is dark and scary, and people that have that much power would abuse power. But not many films, if any, have ever really explored that. I think this might be kind of groundbreaking. It's the dark side of of what the what if when it comes to this world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I mean, if they do it right, it's going to be something special. Do you ever see um? Any of the Blade movies, it kind of has that sort of feel to it. I know it's Marvel, but it's very similar, like very dark, and I know it's vampires compared to just psychotic people. But Yeah, yeah, no, I remember like in the first Blade movie when I saw it, it still kind of had that rhythm to it of like kill the guy, say the, say the line, you know, like, you know, yeah. the cheesy line. There was a lot of that still in there, <laughs> which kind of shakes you out of it a little bit. Um, but I think, you know... Yeah, you're right. It'll borrow a little bit from that and then go a little bit further, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I know since last time we talked to you, there's been, uh, in addition to Suicide Squad, there's been a ton of movies announced. I mean, Marvel did their whole, I think, Phase 3 with all the movies that they've coming out leading up to Infinity Squad or Infinity Infinity Wars. Infinity Gauntlet. I don't remember what it is. Um <laughs> But I know, you know, DC announced Suicide Squad, uh, Batman v Superman, uh, The Flash, Justice League, a, a ton of movies come out. And I- I'm curious, uh, other than portraying Deadshot, if, if there were any of those other franchises that you could be a part of, or do, do any of them stand out with one that you would like to be brought into? If, like, as a new uh, character yeah, or such? Man, I, I mean, we're in the heyday of, uh, comic book stuff and superhero stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Definitely, I love watching it, but more than that, I love being a part of it. I love the type of roles and, and the type of, of way you need to film these things. I like the physicality of acting as, as much as the dramatic parts of it. Um, so anything where I get to get in a fight with somebody or, you know, jump out of a plane or <laughs> off a building or, you know, get set on fire, like, that, that excites me. 
So I would love to do more of that. Like I, I feel like, you know, we were, like I said earlier, we were just getting started with the potential of the Deadshot character, and then it's kind of like, okay, put the brakes on, you know. We we got to kind of, you know, uh, collect ourselves and see what we're going to do next. So I am... I've been I've been living in LA on and off for the past year, and I've met other people who feel the same way. And uh, I can't really talk about it yet, but there's a bunch of projects in the work, in works like that, that hopefully I'll be involved with, and you'll hear about very soon. Um, I mean, when it comes to doing, you know, either TV or films or whatever, I just need to be good writing, and I want to work with really good actors and a, and, a, and a director that I can trust and yeah. have fun with. Um, so those are kind of the things that would make me pick a project over another one. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's exploding right now. Everybody's pulling the trigger on all these um, properties, and it's great. And you know what? I was thinking about it recently because I was asked a similar question, and when Arrow debuted, it was kind of perfect timing, you know, not only was it perfect timing in that there wasn't a whole lot on TV to, 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 you know, scratch that itch for the fans, but um, also technology for something that was going to be filmed on a TV budget had, like, come along and got to the point where you could make it look great for that amount of money. Yeah. And that all, these, all these productions weigh heavily on, you know, visual effects. So, so Arrow was like the perfect timing for all of that, and and you know I feel really proud to kind of like have been there sort of since the beginning of that show. Like I showed up in episode three, so even just a little small part that I had to play in it, I'm really proud of that man, and I'm really proud of the show. And I think that we opened the doors at least in the in on the small screen for all these other things to come along, you know. And and I think it's great. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was um I was just gonna say quickly that I, I I'm a I'm a fan of both Marvel and DC, but I think thanks to Arrow and now Flash and DC's you know Legends of Tomorrow, I I think DC has nailed the television aspect of it. Um, Marvel has yeah. some good properties too, you know, especially with Daredevil and such. But I mean, I think DC, I don't think they've 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 failed at any television. Yet, I mean, Gotham is still at least present time. Um, you know, Gotham is is really really strong right now. Supergirl's coming mm-hmm. out. Supergirl will be debuting, I think, next month in November. So, I, I, DC's nailed it when it comes to television. Yeah, I think it's something people can relate to with the DC universe. It's just a little less cartoony, a little less sort of uh, magical, and you know, Marvel's good for for an escape to a completely different, you know, crazy, almost like alternate universe. Where, where you can get, you can get really crazy with the storylines and the characters and their, their superpowers and all that kind of stuff. Um, but there's something about DC where it's a little more grounded. It's like, huh, could, could, could this be possible? You know, could this really happen? So people maybe become a little bit more attracted to it or invested in, in it because they can relate to it a little easier. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you mentioned Arrow, I mean, giving you the opportunity to go to these, these cons, you know, the one in New Zealand. I saw you're doing, uh, I think it's called Jekyll Comic Con in, in Georgia. Are you um, doing? A, you know, have you really vamped up going to a bunch of these cons now? And are you doing any in the like Pennsylvania area? Uh, not that I know of in Pennsylvania. I haven't done any for a while. I had a little string uh, earlier this year, um, 
And then, like I said, I've been in L.A. just sort of shaking hands and meeting people <laughs> and seeing what I can do down there, you know. See, see, I'm trying to find like-minded people. Like, I, I when I started acting, uh, I was a musician for a long time. It was all, like, do-it-yourself. I did a lot with it. I loved that sort of adventure of art and business coming together and what are the possibilities. Um, then I started doing stuff with my brother when I got into acting, and we just did it all ourselves, and we just sort of built it from the ground up, and the next thing we're getting our films in film festivals and stuff like that. So I just, I just love that journey and that kind of, like, you-against-everybody kind of mentality. So going down to Hollywood, I kind of had that same kind of vibe. You know, I'm not. I, I I hate that the industry sort of works like you gotta get an agent agreed to represent you, and then you just gotta sit and wait for a phone call to go in and audition for a bunch of people who are gonna judge you. And yeah. They, you might be the you might do the best scene of the day, but they still won't give you the job because you might not be tall enough or you don't have enough Twitter followers. So I I don't want to play that game. I'm looking to find like-minded people that are going to, uh, you know make it happen and when I'm having discussions about something I want it to be, be about something real not about you know the opportunity to go in an audition for something that might never come about so I've been down in LA trying to sort of make these relationships and find my people down there you know which is tough but I've been down there slugging it out um, so I did a couple earlier in the year then I sort of focused on that mission and now I'm about to go on a tour I'm going to Australia on Sunday I do a con in Melbourne, then I go back to New Zealand, do one in Auckland, then I go to England and do one in Birmingham, then I'm going to hang out in France for a little while, and then I'll be hitting uh, Georgia in early December. So I'm just kind of trying to string them all together and get them, get them <laughs> done at once. I love doing them, man. It makes me feel like I'm back on tour with my band, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I love meeting cool people in, 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 in cool places and seeing how, you know, what life is like on these in these crazy places around the world, maybe find some other musicians, have a jam, hang out, do some cool shit, do some scuba diving, hopefully, in Australia. Um, but, you know, the fact that you go to these cons and it's Halloween every day, too, is bonus, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, kind of nuts. Like, I'm, I'm not really used to it. Um, I'm still surprised that anybody, you know, wants, wants an autograph or a picture because, you know, I'm, I'm just this guy that, 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 Still trying to like, you know, make videos with his brother. Yeah, dude, so, we've only ever. Back then, other people are into it. I love that. We've we've only ever been to some local ones. I I didn't even know there are so many popular ones around the world. That'd be pretty cool to go check them out in uh, in other countries like that. Yeah, you and me both, man. I'm like <laughs> freaking so surprised that like uh, there's some there's one happening every weekend somewhere in the world. Probably multiple, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it really is growing, and it's really fun, and it's a great way to, to see the world because you get to go to a place where you've never been, and then by the end of the weekend, you know so many people because you've met everybody, and then people are, like, telling you what you should see and do while you're there. So it's a great way to travel and see the world, man. Let me tell you, it's awesome. Yeah, that, that's that would be something. Uh, that's now on my bucket list so i'm gonna add it and, and, we let and you... i love the community i love the community of it you know what i mean like like i come from like punk rock and, and stuff like that and so it's like this this community for people that kind of you know have a different way of the way they want to do things you know but when you get enough people that all see it the same way then who cares what anybody thinks so i really get that vibe from it too that i can really relate to yeah 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's no like clicks or anything like that, like you see out in the the real world. Like everybody just everybody just marvels at the costumes that people are wearing and, and stuff like that. It's it is really cool to see. And um, if anyone listening hasn't been to one, I definitely recommend it. But um, before we let you get going, I, I want to ask because I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm not sure. But IMDb and that can be hit or miss. Uh, it says you were in uh, Tomorrowland. Is that is that correct or? Yeah, no, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> okay. I've done a couple of films, man, and you get a small role. You never know if your footage is going to stay in it. So I, I still haven't seen the movie, but I hear I'm in it. I, I don't know if they <laughs> kept my lines in. I'm, I think I say one sentence or something like that, but it's kind of like a game of Where's Waldo. Keep yeah. your eyes focused. <laughs> you'll see it pop up at some point. Yeah, I'm going to have so, to yeah. have to watch it and see if I can find I'm just going to be tough to find you without the Deadshot gear on, though. That's the thing. Exactly. Nobody recognizes me when you got both eyes showing. <laughs> uh, I know you said there's a couple projects that you can't mention. Anything you got coming up that you can mention? Uh, let's see. I just finished a short film with my uh, younger brother. He wrote and directed it. He got one of the largest film, short film grants in Canada. And uh, it's called Vehicular Romanticide. It's a super dark comedy about a girl who is having trouble meeting guys and she's a little bit socially awkward so she um you know she t- she almost hits a dude with her car and it turns into a date so then she takes <laughs> to almost hitting men with her vehicle as an icebreaker to try to find a boyfriend and uh yeah so that one is going to debut at a film festival in Whistler BC Canada because it helped us with the money the first week of December, and then it'll make its rounds in other film festivals, hopefully, for the next year or so. Uh, and then when we own it, we'll put it up on the Internet and everybody can see it for free. Um, so I'm super proud of that one. My little brother's really talented, and he's growing into his own. It's, it's, it's great to see, you know, we put so much work into it, and we're both kind of like, we keep moving forward and won't be denied. I find, you know, me and him are a great team, and we'll do lots of stuff together. Yeah. Um, we're actually developing our own superhero-based series. That is one of the things I've been talking to people about in L.A. It'll probably the best format for it, I think, is like a web series. Mm-hmm. So if we can get somebody to help us out with that, um, that's a really great idea. Uh, but I can't really say too much of what it's about. Uh, the other thing I guess I can say is uh, there's another popular web series called Super Power Beatdown. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. Not yet, no. Oh. Yeah, not yet's a good way to put it. <laughs> These dudes, uh, their production company's called Bat in the Sun, and they do this thing called Super Power Beatdown, where they pair up two uh, comic book characters or, or, you know, just people of that world. It could be like a video game character, someone from a cartoon, someone, you know, from, from just some action entity somewhere along the lines. But, you know, they pair up characters from two different worlds that would never meet and like they my favorite one that they did is Darth Vader versus Batman um and <laughs> yeah, the look production at level yeah it's great man and these have got a lot of views and stuff like that so I've just uh been hanging out with those dudes and we have agreed that I will be in their next episode of that I can't really, really tell you what's planned but it's gonna be cool I'm going to keep an eye out for that. I know I'm familiar with Bat in the Sun because we, um, at Wizard World Philly last year, we talked to Jason David Frank, and he does My Morphing, My Morphing Life with them. So uh, I yeah. will have to we'll have to keep an eye out 
uh, for the next one that you're in, so we can kind of post that on our uh, social media pages because that would be pretty cool. Absolutely, man. And, and there's a couple of other things. Like I've just literally had conversations to continue the, the discussion this morning. And, um, you know, even if this call happened tomorrow, I might have been able to give you a little bit more. But when it's announced, we'll have to get together and chat again. And uh, I can tell you exactly what's going through my mind right now. Because, <laughs> uh, <hell> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it, it's going to be pretty cool if it all works out. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're definitely excited for you. As, uh, and as we had said before, Adam and I are definitely huge fans of you. So we're, we're excited to see what you got coming up in the future. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. So. I love talking to you guys. Yeah. It, a pleasure. We'll absolutely have you back on. But, uh, in the meantime, thanks again. I know, um, your social media, Twitter and Instagram is, uh, at captain underscore row, correct? Correct. So, yeah, we'll definitely send people your way too to, to check you out on both Instagram and, and Twitter. But, uh, Michael, thanks again for joining us, man. This was great. My pleasure, guys. So, we'll absolutely have you on again. But in the meantime, uh, we'll be back with the showcast right after this break. <laughs> 